your baggage outside the gate so that when you enter in you can enter in leaping jumping and praising God so today whatever has hindered you this week whatever has been a challenge in your life some things may not have been this week some things you've been carrying for a long time and God is saying this is baggage it's affecting your ability to enter in it's your uh, it's affecting your ability to pursue it's affecting your ability to reach all of the fullness of God God is saying this morning he just wants to empty you empty you of everything that is not of him so you say lord less of me more of you less of me more of you lord less of me more of you that i paul writes this and he says that i may decrease and you increase oh god help us to die to self see this is the place where we enter in that is deeper than where we are where we say lord empty me of everything that i may decrease and you increase i want to come to the place where there is no longer about me but it's all about you it's all about your grace it's all about your power it's all about your spirit it's all about your anointing i can tell you this morning if you would diligently this morning just say lord release me release me release me from the hurt from the pain from the burdens from 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 the distractions from the negative news release me from fear release me from heartache release me from oh god physical pain release me oh god from physical illnesses release me from everything lord i want to get you lord i want to hold on to you i want to be like the lady with the issue of blood that pursued beyond everything beside the pain besides the anguish beside the illness she pushed through the crowd i want you to know that you got to push through beyond what you are experiencing beyond what you are knowing what beyond what you are you have, have been spoken over your life push through kiramanda labo sete lebehende ramanda laba satai lebehende we honor you we honor you lord i want to get all that you have all that you have all that you are lord we declare an open heaven over this place and over the lives of your people a place where you a place where you move a place where you oh God just encounter your people in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. 
anointing that is in this place so God just move upon the hearts and the lives and the minds of your people we say have your way in us we say have your way in us Lord we take off all limits of you we declare an open heaven over this house and over the lives of your people a place where you speak we acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit that is in this place. We acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit that is in this place. Oh God, let your glory come. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 19. And it says, Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in the night vision. And Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. He changeth times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge unto them that know understanding. He revealeth deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. I thank you. I praise you. O thou God of my fathers who has given me wisdom and might. 
that I may make known that it may be made known unto me now what we have desired of you for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter amen the bible says D daniel writes this and he says then was the secrets revealed to daniel amen i pray that there's a god in heaven that reveals secrets amen there's a god in heaven that reveals secrets and Paul, uh, uh, and daniel writes this and he says blessed be your name he comes in verse 21 he says he changes times and seasons that i want you to understand times and seasons is in the hand of the lord he sets certain things down he can change atmospheres. He can change situations. He can release certain things. Amen. God can change things around. And the Bible says he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that understand. He reveals deep and secret things. Amen. May the Lord reveal things that are hidden to our natural eyes. Remember we're speaking on the gift of sight. That the and the gift of sight here is manifested through a night vision. Daniel gets a vision from the Lord and he's able to see beyond the realm of what he knows. And he's able to declare beyond the realm of knowing. Amen. That means there's an earthly knowing and there's a spiritual knowing. And God, when God revealed, he didn't just reveal a spiritual principle. He, re he revealed something that was going to change the, 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 the climate. It was going to change the position of Daniel. It was going to change the position of the children of Israel, even in Babylon. He's not in, in, in Israel. He's in Babylon. And God is giving him visions. Amen. So I want you to understand, some of you are not in the, in, in the place where it seems like there's freedom and there's, there's mobility. and there's, it, It's not a conducive environment but God can still speak. Amen. It may not be the perfect situation. You may, you may be in a home where you share a home with people that do not believe what you believe. They, they do not share your ideals and your faith, but God can still speak to you. Amen. You may be in a place in your life where negativity is all around you. You may have believers around you, but there's negativity. There may be a lack of faith around you, but in the midst of that, God can begin to speak. Amen. So I want you to understand that one of the ways God speaks, he says, he speaks through night visions. Amen. And, and, and Daniel blesses him. And he says, Lord, you are the God that reveals secrets. Look, look at this, when he comes in. He says, I thank you in verse 23. You have given me wisdom and might. Amen. He's given me wisdom and power. Amen. That means this is important. May the Lord give you wisdom and the ability to execute wisdom. Come on. Say, say this morning, Lord, give me wisdom and the ability to execute wisdom. You see, because having wisdom and not an ability to apply it has no relevance. It's just knowing. Amen. 
And one of the things is that the world requires us to, to have wisdom and demonstrate wisdom. Amen. So God is giving you a wisdom that is from above. Amen. So Father, this morning, as we come into your presence, as we lay down our lives on the altar of God, all that we have, all that we are, our accolades, our achievements, Father, our titles, our academic achievements, our financial achievements, Father, all of our natural achievements, we lay it at your feet and we say, Lord, give us wisdom. You said if we lack anything, ask. Give us this kind of wisdom that will be able to know the secrets like Daniel he was able to tell the king what he dreamt and give him an interpretation thereof give us insight Lord give us perspective Lord Father just move upon our hearts and our lives our minds and our spirits. Father, this morning, we pray that there will be divine exchanges in this place. Father, that there will be a lifting and an elevating. Right now, right now, Father, let the spirit of wisdom let the spirit of wisdom this rest upon your sons and daughters. Let it rest upon their heads like, like cloven tongues of fire. Oh God, let there just be visitations in the name of Jesus. Let there be visitations. Let there be visitations. Open up their minds. Open up their hearts. Open up their spirits. Robo sheke la basa ramahanda. Lebeke la basa an ability to see in the realm of the spirit, ability to know in the realm of the spirit, an ability to navigate oh God, through the realm of the spirit. Let there be just a spirit calling out the spirit and a deep calling out to deep. Let there be just a falling out.
touch you with a, with a spirit of wisdom. into the heart of man the things the things that you have in store so pour out of your good treasure into the lives of your people this morning and everybody said amen and amen 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 won't you just greet somebody amen tell him to welcome to church amen it already started we're not waiting for it to get started. Our engines run hot. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That, you know, the old cars needed you to pull the choke so that the car get heated up, so that the oil turns through the engine before you can start to drive it. Amen. But we like the racing car. We came ran, run in. Yeah. So all you have to do is put your foot to the gas. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on, let's praise our God. Amen. We're going to give Him all the praise and glory and the honor right now. There's a river that's flowing this morning. Amen. Oh, there is a river where goodness flows. There is a fountain that draws so Come on. There is a nose. Everybody. Deeper than the Right now the tide is rising, rising. And it's stirring, stirring deep inside. It's overflowing from the heart of God. The blood of Him. And it's crashing, crashing over us. The tide is rising. And it's bursting. We say, Come on, come on. Up from the ground. It's bursting. Up from the ground. Right now, this morning, there's a river that's flowing all over this place, and we're gonna jump in and we're gonna enjoy this moment. There's peace, there's goodness, there's love. Come on, there is a river, there is a river. Come on, where goodness flows, there is a fountain, and it's drowned sorrow. There is a no, and it's deeper, deeper than the fear. The tide is rising. Oh, there's a current right now. There is a, and it's stirring, Lord. 
It's overflow from the heart of God. The flood of heaven and it's crashing. The tide is rising and it's bursting this morning. We sing. Come on, come on. Yeah, all over.
Take the authority he's given you, the dominion he's given you, and march this morning. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. Get. I'm marching to battle, no doubt in my mind. And my God is with Everybody say.
morning. If you know who he is and who you are, there's no spirit of fear this morning. Amen. Because God says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Of power, love, and a sound mind. So you got to act like who you know who you are. Come on. you got to act like you're part of the army. Come on. you got to act like you're a soldier. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Inside of you, you're an overcomer. Amen. This morning, I want you to know that even when we don't see it, God is still working. He's making a way in your life, in your home. Right now, He's breaking forward like never before. But you gotta get in your spirit. He's making the way. In the times of sickness, He's making a way. In the times when I can't face it anymore, He's making a way. 
When my family act up, He's making a way. When my finances are low, Lord, you're making a way. You believe that right now? You believe that right now? You see, when you believe it, you believe a thing and you believe in Him. He's making that way. Come on. Oh, I know. I know you come through. Yeah. This mountain is moving. Come on. And I fix my eyes on. No matter the odds, the outcome is always the same. Hallelujah. The words on the pages, the promise you made. Because you, you, you will make a way. Everybody, you always make a way. You believe that right now. Always make a way. Cause I know, I know from the top. I know you come through this mountain. This mountain is full. Come on, just believe it right now. And I fix my eyes on you. You said it, you do it. Because you're God. Hallelujah. Because you are God. No matter. Church of God, you always make a way. You're making a way when it seems to be no way. You're the light in the darkness. Because there's nothing impossible without God. And all we got to do is believe in Him right now. Oh, declare with me right now. Nothing's too hard for you. 
knees right now. Impossible what you yeah. ah, nothing. Impossible is our God. Impossible's what you do. No matter what the situation, I know you got. I know, Lord, yeah. Impossible's what you do. Everybody declare, nothing's too. He's walking beside you. What you University, you will make a way. You always make a way over your finances, over your home. You will make a way. You always make a way. Father, you know just what to do. So thank you, Lord, that we have this confidence 
in knowing that you are in control, that you are working things out. And, oh God, that thank you for your hand of favor and your grace upon our lives. So we know that impossible is what you do. So when we are faced with impossible choices, when we are placed in impossible circumstances, Lord, you show up. So show up in the lives of your people. Show up in the lives of your people. Father, in every area of their lives, Father, I pray today, surprise them. Woo! Surprise them, Lord. Surprise them, Lord. Just show up, oh God, in a supernatural way. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. So, Lord, even as we get around your word, we believe that the entrance of your word brings light and life. We say like Samuel, speak, Lord, for we your servants here. And everybody said, amen and amen. Amen. You may be seated. Our Sunday school may leave. Amen. We pray that you have a blessed time in God's presence. Amen. Blessed time of fellowship. Amen. I see they are about to, there's a run out of here, man. Yeah. I don't know whether to be offended or to be hurt. Amen. Amen. But I know they're excited. Amen. Amen. Thanks to the worship team. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Amen. Our God is making a way. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. We've been uh, dealing with a teaching on the gift of sight over the past few weeks, and uh, I want to kind of bring that to a close today, and I want to speak a little bit on that, and um, today is our is a special Sunday. We bring our first fruits before the Lord, and we're going gonna to just spend some time just laying the foundation for that, even as we do it, amen, and uh, that God will begin to just minister to us, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You good? Amen. Amen. As long as you're still here, that's a good place. Amen. Now, we have a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you. Um, as we were speaking on the gift of sight, I spoke about the gift of visions and dreams. That one of the, the ways in which God speaks is through visions and dreams. Amen. Can push that door closed there, you got. Amen. Um, uh, I think we have to understand that in this day and age, that God can speak to us, and the ways He speaks to us is through visions and dreams. And we spoke about it that even God could give a dream to Pharaoh. And we we see here in the book of Daniel how God will give dreams to Nebuchadnezzar. And it wasn't dreams that they could understand, but it was dreams that would be have to be interpreted. So I pray that there are things that the world doesn't understand. They see it, but they don't understand it. Amen? And there is a people that carries a grace from God that is able to reveal those dreams. Amen? 
And so we pray that God will raise up sons and daughters that have the heart and the mind of God that is able to reveal that which is on the heart of the Father. Amen? That we understand that the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had wasn't for Nebuchadnezzar. Amen? That the dream had a greater consequences. The dream that Pharaoh had wasn't just for, for Egypt, but the dream was for the deliverance of Israel and the protection and the preservation of Israel. That I'm here to say to you today that God is a God, a giver of dreams. Amen? And we read this morning from the book of Daniel, and I want to speak a little bit from there. When we go into the gift of sight, we have to understand that there are a few other elements to the gift of sight that is important. That means God speaks through dreams and visions, but God also gives us the ability to imagine and creativity. Imagination and creativity comes from the Lord. Amen? I'm going to ask Talia to just throw for me Genesis chapter 11 from verse 1 to 5. Amen? And then we're going to look at Exodus 31 from 1 to 6. Now, we need to understand that when God mentions certain things in the spirit, he gives us mental pictures. He gives a framework that will later on design our destiny. Amen? And this is something that is important for us to look at. So the Bible says that the whole earth was of one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, they found the plain, the plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Verse 3. And they said to one another, Go, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly, and that they were that they had a brick and for stone and slime they had for mortar. And they said, go, let us go, uh, they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower and the sea, the city and the tower which the children of men built. That means inside of man, innately inside of man, there is an ability to imagine and an ability to create, right? Now, the, the, the challenge is that we can either use it for positive or we can use it for negative, right? Most of the time, our imaginations, we use it. For negative. Amen? The doctor says, come and see me. Oh, Finish. Tell us. You know, I'm out of here. What's the bad news? Isn't it? You do bloods, and your doctor then calls you to come and see him. What happened? The first thing he thinks, hey, mm -mm, I'm out here. How many months? How many weeks I got? Amen. That's how our imaginations run. Your children call you and they say, I want to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Now what? So you go to track 
what was happening the past few weeks, what they were doing, what they, you're thinking the worst. Your boss calls you into work and says, I need to see you now. No one gets up and says, hey, today is my promotion, day of promotion. Wow, bless the Lord. Most of you got fear. Hey, what now? What went wrong? Listen. Why? Our, our imaginations, we have somehow used it just for negative. We've never once allowed our imaginations to be used for positive. We haven't, we haven't gotten to the place where we have understand how to harness this gift, how to harness this ability and allow it to be expressed. That means even in the birthing place of imaginations is creativity. Amen? Now, a there are so many of you that are in this church that are creative people. Right? You have ideas, you have things to do, you, you've got mandates, but sometimes fear stifles creativity. Sometimes doubt stifles creativity. But here we see the children uh, uh, that were on the earth at that time, they came to the place and they said, let us build a tower that gets to heaven. And God is privy to this conversation. And he says, let me come down and see. What did he come down to see? He came to see a people that were united and were in one accord. And he came to see how when they are united and they're speaking one language, how they can produce something. For homes and for marriages and for couples, I want to say to you today, speak with one language. Speak with one word. Speak in one accord. The only way you can build anything that is lasting, anything of value, is you got to be in one accord. You got to be speaking the same thing. You got to be praying the same thing. You got to be declaring the same thing. It's not about you being stronger than the other. The Bible says you are strong, bear the infirmities of the weak. So that means you should be covering each other so that when, 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 whenever something is seen, you are seen in one, that you're on one page about whatever is happening in your life. Amen? This is something. If you're going to build anything that is lasting, you've got to be in the, on the same page. Sometimes you've got to be like, sometimes it's got to be like in the car and both of you are seeing the same things. You're both sitting in the front seat and you're seeing the same thing. Sometimes you have to be like you're riding a motorbike. It's a lot different. The both of you are on the same motorbike, but you both can't see the same thing. Right? Riding a motorbike is totally different from driving in a car. You know, you always got the, the passenger that is more the driver than the driver is. You know, you got those people, hey, watch out, what, hey, what, hey. you're wondering, like, I'm seeing this thing. <laughs> they say, you can't see the brake, they're hitting the brake. Joash yesterday was trying to drive on the back seat. 
You're saying, you, you, you can see the brake lights. You can, I said, I said, I can see the brake lights. Right? Turn here. Look, you, you, can, you saw that. You saw, I'm seeing the same thing. You know? How many of you, some of you are, are drivers like that? Sometimes without license. Amen. Some of you are scared. <laughs> Amen. But the reality is it's different, right? But riding a motorbike, the, the person that is the passenger has to, has to rely on the sight of the person that is steering the motorbike. But the person that is steering the motorbike has to rely on the passenger to check the blind spot. When you're riding a motorbike, you can't go and check blind spot. Because when you're riding a motorbike, your body moves with your sight. It's harder when you're alone. It's not impossible, but it's harder. So when you have someone that is a passenger, they can see the blind spot. And you don't have to see it to believe it, that they can see it. Like you are driving, the passenger doesn't have to see it to believe it. They have to trust you. And the second thing is, when you are riding the motorbike, both of you have to be in sync. If you're turning into a corner, you have to lean into the corner. And both of you have to lean. If the other one say, I, I don't lean, I'm straight. The bike will flip. Now some of you have to learn how to be led. And trust a little bit. Just because you don't see it, doesn't mean it's not there. Amen? So we're going to talk a little bit about that, having eyes to see. But we realize from, from Genesis chapter 11, there are some things that are, can be achieved through unity. Now, God understood that the, 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 the unity in this portion of scripture wasn't really for a godly purpose. And it, wasn't, it, it was that they would build a tower that would reach heaven. They had a different agenda for it. The agenda wasn't right. The, the motivation wasn't right. But they, they still can unite. You know, how many of you know that sometimes people can unite to do something wrong? Isn't it? It's like a, a gang of thieves that are trying to rob your house. They're united. Sometimes they're more united than the people staying in the house. That's where they come and take our stuff. Isn't it? So we have to begin to distrust God in this, right? So then we see in, in Genesis the power of imagination. Your imagination is a miracle. It's God-deposited ability. Amen? And with your imagination, you can go places. And you can achieve and do some powerful things. Amen? So this is something that is important. But Exodus chapter 31 verse 1 to 6. We find that imaginations and creativity is what is needed to allow 
vision to materialize. Right? So we go into, in, in, in Exodus 31 verses 1 to 6, it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uriah, the son of her in the, uh, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. To devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass. And in cutting stones to set them and in carving timber to work in all manner of workmanship. Verse 6. And I have given Oliab, the son of Haishima, of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded you. That means God was saying, even in the house of God, God will set up people who have creativity that will be able to see the vision. All Moses got was the blueprints. But somebody had to make the blueprints become a reality. Amen? And so today, I pray that in this house, God will raise up or release a gift of creativity. That means it was not for Moses to go and do everything that in the vision that God gave him. Moses had to understand that there were people that create, had the skill to manifest that which he was already speaking. And this is something that is important. Sometimes God will give you the vision, but he will bring people your way that have the creativity for the implementation of it. If you are a business owner, it does not mean you have to do everything in your business. If you're going to try to be the business owner, you're going to be the sales rep, you're going to be the, the administrator, you're going to be the, the person manufacturing, you're going to be the person packing, you're going to be the person delivering. Hey, what you going to be? You are the vision bearer. All you got to do is now begin to trust God to bring the people that is going to make your vision the reality. Other than that, what happens? You are busy doing everything else. You can't cast vision. If you are the owner of the business and you, are, you can sell the vision, you can market the vision. So you can be the sales rep for your, for your product, but you don't have to be in the factory physically making the product. You have to now tell the people, this is what the product needs to look like. And you have to trust that God sends the people that has the vision to make the product. You see, this is important. Some of you have a vision of God for your life. Some of you, God has gifted you even with business ideas and with creativity. But the problem is it has not translated. It has not materialized. 
because you've never told anyone about your vision. You haven't decided to make it work. But there are people that carry an anointing of Bezalel. Moses could not be Bezalel. He could not be all he had. He could not be those people that carried the creativity for him. There are something like, like the banner. I know what should be in the banner. I know that there are certain elements about it. But put me in front of the computer. I'll end up drawing it for you. On the paper, but I'll look at the screen. Because to get it the way that this is, I see it in my mind's eye. But I've realized now that there are people that have the capacity to let it materialize. May the Lord bring, we spoke about destiny helpers. Bezalel and Olihab was destiny helpers to Moses. They were making the implements for the Ark of the Covenant. They were making the Ark of the Covenant. They were making everything in the tabernacle that was needed. Moses didn't have to physically go and do it. Here's the problem. The problem is you trying to make things happen when God has just given you the vision for it. Now, if God didn't give you the vision for it, the other problem we have is that when we go, we share the vision with the wrong people. They don't have the creativity. They don't have the imagination. They do not have the skill to let materialize what is in your vision. So what you're doing? You're casting pearls to swine. That means you're put, throwing something valuable to someone that cannot do anything about it. So you have to be very, very careful. If I take my vision and I just make it available to everybody, what happens? All of a sudden, someone that doesn't know anything, they will think that they were supposed to question. So they say, hey, I'm so important here. I don't know anything about this. So I just say anything. And after a while, there's confusion. And what happens? You give up. Don't share your dream with everybody. Don't share the things that God has birthing inside of you with anybody. There are some people that even good team managers, even in the corporate sector, they learn that I have to bring people with creativity. You know, they do what they call disk analysis. They look at personality traits. They look at personality capabilities. And they bring certain people in at different points of a development of a project. The reason they do it is that they say, if I bring this person in at this point, they have the creativity to harness something. Then there is someone else that has the physical ability to build it. So when you have a thought, you want to do a renovation of your house, you have a picture in your mind. Who do you call? Who do you call? Plan drawer, architect, right? So we call somebody. What to do? To take what you got in your mind and put it on paper. 
But does the plant grower build a house? What does he do? He draws it. Then he gives it to the person that is going to physically build that. Do you understand this? You, but you don't go get the builder and you say, this is the picture that I have over here. Go and build it. He'll be digging all over. The walls won't join. The stairs may be standing one part and your double-story building you'll never reach. And the plumbing may not connect to anything. It'll just go in the ground and flow on the top. And your roof may have a different design. Why? The builder will ask you, where's the plan? He needs something physical to see. But the architect doesn't need something physical. He has a different way he's wired to see something. You're hearing me? In your life, may the Lord send the right people at the right stage of your life to help you build. Because you got a vision for your life, but you don't have to know how it materializes. May the Lord send the people that will help you materialize it. This is what creativity and imagination does. It brings it. After getting the blueprint, you need imagination and creativity to activate the vision. Amen? There are people that consult so that they can get it. The miracle of sight must translate into a creative mind. Amen? And this will cause things to change. This is how, in an atmosphere of worship, someone can hear a song. Someone can be listening to a sermon, and they can get words for a song. Translate. You're able to capture. Not everyone can do it. You can sit down there, but you cannot capture that. Okay? This is how the creativity that some of you have to design clothes. Design shoes. Your assignment is to capture our seeds and deeds and make it that are consistent with our destiny. God is going to do something in this place. May God bless you with a creative mind. Amen. This is something that is very important for us to understand. There are companies... And there are people that will even consult evil spirits so that they can get ahead. You've got access to the spirit of the living God that is pure. Amen? We know this. There are people that, that have sold. Be careful of what you consult, of who you consult, what spirit they carry. Amen. Some people have traded just for quick solutions. They have, they have traded and they've consulted with evil spirits for power, for ability to do things, to get rich quickly. There are people that do that. There are some people that, that are in business that are highly superstitious. 
and they're highly superstitious and, and, and they, they say, I don't believe in God or whatever, but they will consult some fortune teller. They will consult some person that will do something that will give them power to get, get ahead. But sometimes when you consult evil spirits, those spirits will require something of you. And in the future, it will require some things of you that you would not want to be give up. Sometimes it will require the lives of your children. A lot of people, in order to get rich and to get ahead, have done some very evil stuff. Even in, in offering their children as sacrifices. Offering their marriage as sacrifices. Be careful what you consult. Be careful what you allow into your spirit. God has already divinely given you the ability to succeed. You do not have to consult evil spirits. Amen? May the Lord deliver us from that. Guys, I, I know this is real. This is real. There are some people, even in churches, that have went to certain places and certain nations to consult to get power. So people will be attracted to their church. But the things, the price, is too much to be mentioned. When you look at the blood sacrifices, and you look at the things, the evil that they do, sometimes when you look at them, you see, hey, powerful. But the spirit that is manifesting is like the spirit of divination. That in the lady that operated in front of Paul and says, these are men of God. And Paul cast the spirit out of her. You saw there's a spirit of divination. There's a spirit of manipulation. Amen. I pray today that God will deliver his church. Amen. God has given grace in the house. Some of you are sitting here today. You need to understand, yours may not be a pulpit ministry. Yours may not be worship team. Yours may not be leading any department in the church. But you may be a bezalel. Where God gives you creative ideas to do things in the house of the Lord. There are many things that is needed for the church. Amen? Amen? There's something needed for us to, 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 to build our, our global footprint as a church. Amen? So Potter's House Global is the next phase. It's already existing. Amen? I get conversations from people that I don't even know. Amen? And they said, How? They, they say, no, I'm hearing what you're saying. Can you give an answer to this? Can you advise me on this? Amen? So we have to understand what does it mean for us? Go with me. Go with me to the book of, I'm, I'm going to read some things that is important. Daniel chapter 2. This is the gift of sight. In, in chapter 2 verses 19, we, we see that Daniel is writing and Daniel says, then was the secret revealed to Daniel in the night vision. And he blessed the God of heaven. 
right? We read this. And he says, and he changes time. It's a God that changes times and seasons. It's a God that removes kings and sets up kings. Verse 22, he reveals the deep things, the secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him, with them, with him. I thank God, the God of our fathers, who has given me wisdom and might, who has made known to me now what I have desired of you. Go with me further. In verse 27, then Daniel answered in the presence of the king and he said, the secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men, astrologers, magicians, soothsayers show the king. He's asking the question. Can they not do this? But he says, but there is a God in heaven that reveals secrets and makes known to the king what shall be in the latter days. Look at that. He says, there's a God in heaven that reveals secrets. You as a believer, have the capacity like Daniel to function in Babylon. That means the world system today is a, a symbolic picture of Babylon. But we have to learn how to be a child of God in Babylon, but not be affected by Babylon. But how to influence and steward Babylon. How God does that. He does it through sons and daughters of God that carries the image and the nature of God, that carries the grace of God, that is able to speak to systems and begins to begin to engage with the heavens. Remember, the king is having a dream. There's a political challenge here. There is a challenge that none of the, the, the magicians, the soothsayers of Babylon can understand or, 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 or decode. But there was something that God will do. He will reveal it through his son Daniel. In whom the wisdom of God, the might of God, the power of God is at work. Why does God do that? That means you in your job, you, you in your business, you can be on your, at your workplace and God can speak through you. And you can give a solution to a problem they are facing. And God can move. Come on. This is something that is very, very important for us. There's a God in heaven that reveals secrets. Won't you just take your hand, your right hand, put it on your head. Say, Lord, this morning, reveal secrets. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me insight. Give me discernment. Speak through me. In Jesus' name. You know, what I, what I want us to understand is that this gift of sight wasn't for a spiritual purpose. The gift of sight was to bring a solution to an impossible situation. Daniel could have kept quiet. And all of the astrologers and soothsayers, fortune tellers, and magicians of, of Babylon could have been killed. But he was beginning, God used 
an impossible situation to set in place something that was going to change the way he was influencing the king. I want you to understand what sets you apart as a kingdom citizen. Functioning with supernatural giftings in Babylon. And the way you function is now setting it. So, so when you get visions and dreams, they're not to feel good. When you get a gift of wisdom, it's not to feel good. It's not to be proud. It's to now say, Lord, why are you, where are you positioning me? What are you using me for? How can I be of influence? Amen? That is what is happening over here. Let's go one, let's look at another example. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 6. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 6. Or we can go to verse 8. Let's be there. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and, and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall, we be, shall be my camp. And the man of God sent, the, sent to the king of Israel and said, Beware that you shall pass such a place, for there the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel then sent, then sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself there not once nor twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was so troubled for this thing that he called his servants and he said to them, Will you show me which of us is for the king of Israel. So he's saying, is he a spy? Is he a here? Is there someone here going to tell stories? You know? he, he's saying, is there, is there someone here that is, that is spying? And one of the servants said, none of us, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet that is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words you speak in your bedchamber. <laughs> Elisha is not in the king's palace. He's not in the king's bedroom. But he knows what the king is saying in his bedroom. Ah. Hey. Amen. Lord anoint us. Come on. See, I don't know why you're scared. Lord anoint us. Amen. That every plot, every evil plan will be known to us before it even happens. Amen. And he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send to fetch him. And they, and they told him, behold, he is in Dothan. And he sent their horses and chariots and a grace host. And they came by night. The enemy is going to come by night. And they surrounded the city about. And the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth. And behold, the host surrounded the city, both with horsemen and with, with horses and chariots. 
And his servant said, said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? He didn't say what we shall do. He said, how we shall do. And he answered and he said to him, Fear not, that they that, they that be for, with us are more than they that be with them. I send you out of here and all the neighbors are standing around the church. What do you say? Hopefully you see the neighbors. All of you went quiet. You thought there's something else you need to see. Hopefully you see the neighbors. But that's what Gehazi did. He saw what was physically around them. He saw the, the, them being surrounded. And then Elisha prayed and he said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And they came down to him. And Elisha prayed and he said, and he said, Unto the Lord, and he said, Smite the, this people, I pray thee. He would have been right, right? But he says, Smite them with blindness. I want you to look at that scripture very carefully. Gehazi's eyes were open. How do I know it? He saw the Syrians around him. But it was not open to a realm. Remember I made this statement the past two weeks. Your eyes may be open. But there is still a realm that you cannot see in. And this is what we're talking about the gift of sight. That may the Lord open your eyes to a realm. Like Daniel. Daniel touched a realm. That was beyond the realm of, of the knowing. Beyond the realm of Nebuchadnezzar, beyond the realm of the magicians. I'm here to say to you as kingdom citizens, we carry access to sight that is beyond the realm of the natural. And this is what sets us apart to be influencers in this, in this thing. Hey, Poiti doesn't have to be the influencer. Some of you are saying, woo, that your children tell you later. The kingdom citizens should be the influencer. Because we're seeing more. They're seeing little bit things. And they got so much power. And they got so much Twitter followers. Now, no more Twitter now. Isn't eh? there something else? No, no. Twitter changed his name? No? Okay. I'll tweet you later <laughs> what the new name is. Elon Musk changed it, isn't it? The name. It's some meta something. Meta is the, is the group. Sorry? X. X-Men. Oh, X, okay. 
Keegan is not even helping me. Keegan is letting me just dig a deeper hole. Amen. Keegan is our computer man. Amen. What I'm saying to you is that God is saying to you, there's a power to influence man. And God is saying to, 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 to Elisha, Elisha is not afraid. Because Elisha is seeing in a realm that is beyond the realm that is around him. When it feels like I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by you. How do I know that? I'm not just singing in the air. I'm seeing in the spirit. What seems impossible in the natural, in the realm of the spirit, is there is an impossibility. We're singing the songs. Impossible is nothing with, hi with him. We're living in a realm that is beyond the natural. That means right now they're saying, hey, it's not possible for you to do it. But he says, those who have no money come and buy. I'm saying, yes, Lord, I'm here. What you want me to buy? You're saying, hey, you got no money. I say, yeah, but uh, he who got, the Bible said that. Now, I'm not talking to you to go to Stuart's and say, he who has no money, come and buy. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you starting to understand. Is this what God divined it? No, no, pastor, this dress, Lord. <laughs> this is what the Lord designed for me. No, 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 it's more. It's more than that. Amen? There is so more, much more that comes. I want you to see this. And what does he say? He said, Lord's eyes then were blinded. He's asking for his servant's eyes to be open and for their eyes to close. But he's operating in a realm that he understands that God has the capacity to change those that came in with open eyes to become blind. And what he does after that, after he, he says, Lord, smite them with blindness, and the Lord smote them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. Hallelujah. May the, Lord may the Lord smite them with blindness at your word. Hey. They thought that they could manipulate you. They thought that they could. Hallelujah. Because blind people need someone to lead them. Blind people don't mind who's leading them. The same one that came, they, they came looking to kill will they be the one that will lead them. Hallelujah. Huh? Some of the people that spoke about you may be applying for jobs and you'll be the interviewer. Hallelujah. <laughs> and when they come, they say, you are no. <laughs> God favored me. May the Lord bless you in the presence of your enemies. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. May my cup run over. May the ones like Haman that decided to put a gallow for me, may they announce my promotion. Hallelujah. May the one that said I won't make it be the one that is delivering my time. Glory. In the name of Jesus. Hey, Elisha said, Lord, strike them with blindness. And Elisha then said unto them, 
this is not the way. <laughs> this is not even the city. Follow me. Hey, the one that they were wanting to kill, they said, he said, follow me. <laughs> you know when they're blind, they just follow anything. Because they may know how you look, but they don't know how you sound. Hallelujah. Come on. Hey, this is a nice thing. The Lord, and he says, follow them. He says, I will bring you to the man that you want to see. You're seeking for. But he led them to Samaria. And it came to pass that when they came to Samaria, that the Lord said, now open the eyes of these men that they would see. And the Lord opened their eyes and they saw and they behold that they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said to Elisha, when he saw them, my father, my father, shall I smite them. Look at them. Everyone want to help him. God want to help him. The king want to help him. Hallelujah. The, they're sending a lot of help. And all they're saying, let us kill them. Finish them. And he's saying, no, no, give them bread. Give them water. Send them home. Amen. When it seems like I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by you. See what the gift of sight can do? It didn't make him bitter. When the Lord hands your enemies into your hand, what will you do? Come on, you say, Pastor, <laughs> if only, Pastor, you. You say, I'll do something. Listen. Come on. You guys are very saved. Someone that did you a lot of hurt. When they handed into your hand, what would you do? Some of you are saying in your heart, I say, Pastor, no, no. <laughs> I got this. Don't have to worry. I've been thinking many a days about this, what I'm going to do. But you know how, 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 how Elisha responded? He didn't respond out of bitterness. He says, it's, it's the blindness of the world that has contaminated their heart. And he realized he's not going to respond with the same bitterness that was in their spirit. The wrong agenda. May the Lord help us today. Amen? So this morning, may the Lord speak to us by his spirit. May the Lord minister to us by his spirit. What am I saying to you? The gift of sight can set you up in such a miraculous I pray that you would see through the pictures that I shared with you. How through the gift of sight, spiritual sight, how God can begin to change your life circumstances. How God can position you. How God can create you to be an influencer. How you can begin to change even when the enemy is coming against you. You will not be fearful. Amen? We will not be responding from a plan of attack but we will be faithful to the Lord. Let's bow our heads together. Father, we love you. We adore you. We glorify you. We worship you. Thank you for your sons and your daughters that are in the house today. Thank you for what you are doing in their lives. Thank you, God, that this is a season that you are blessing them with sight in the name of Jesus. You are blessing them with sight. Someone put their hands over your eyes. And say, Lord, touch my eyes. Like your servant prayed, Elisha prays for his servant. He says, Lord, open his eyes that he would see. To this morning, 
Lord, I pray for spiritual sight. The spiritual attacks against homes and families, I pray for spiritual sight. Over financial challenges, I pray for spiritual sight. I pray, O oh God, that you are giving divine solutions. You are giving divine strategies. You are giving divine breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody just worship God right now, right now. God, may the Lord begin to give you divine strategies. May the Lord give you divine sight in the name of Jesus. That business is struggling right now, but the Lord is giving you divine sight on how you can grow it, how it can become established, how you, uh, God is going to expand it. I'm here to say to you, you may see one, one business in one location, but there may be businesses in several locations, and God is getting, beginning to increase your influence and your capacity. Father, in the name of Jesus, you may be on a job right now, but and you, you are seized, operating on one level but your giftings and your grace and your ability is for you to operate on a higher level now God open that door a sight in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that we wake up motivated we wake up understanding what I'm doing today is setting me up for tomorrow is setting me up for the next year is setting me up for the next season father I thank you for the gift of sight strategy. Thank you for insight. Thank you for sight this morning that we do not operate on the realm of the seen. We do not operate on the realm of the natural. That we thank you for supernatural sight. Thank you for supernatural wisdom. So Lord, we, you said if we lack anything, ask. So we ask for wisdom this morning. Not the wisdom that comes from man, but the wisdom that comes from above. Woo! In the name of Jesus. Wisdom that comes from above. The statue of God, your people this morning. In, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. And amen. Amen.